Welcome to Limitless Joy. I'm Shannon Honda, here to share with you all things spirituality, conscious love, sex, dating, relationships, Reiki, and so much more. I'm so honored to be here with you and excited to dive in. Welcome to the first episode of Limitless Joy. I am so excited to be here with you. My name is Shannon Honda. I am many things, but in short, for now, I will say I'm a spiritual life coach. I am a conscious love, sex, dating, and relationship coach, and I'm a shamanic Reiki master. I am so excited to be here with you because this project has been a very long time coming. I want to say that I've, I think I've wanted to create a podcast for at least three years, I would say. But in that time, I've had so many huge, really huge life shifts and experiences that I had to integrate and move through. And it just, I guess, wasn't the right time. But now I'm here more fully embodied in myself and my wisdom and what I want to offer to you. Um, I have so much to say, and I feel like this is a great, um, you know, medium and outlet for me to do that. Um, because my wish and my desire is for you to be even more connected to yourself, to your joy, to your desires, to your pleasure, and really living the life that you envision for yourself, a life that you know, where you're fully embodying all the layers of you and really connected to your deepest dreams and desires and really owning them and knowing that you're worthy of receiving them and experiencing them in this life. So, um, yeah, in short, I'll share a little bit about my journey now, but, um, there's so much there and I will obviously be dedicating certain episodes to going deeper, but just an outline here is the reason that this work is so important to me is because four years ago, I experienced a concussion that really changed the entire trajectory of my life. It stopped me in my tracks completely and made me reevaluate myself and how I was living my life. Uh, I was, yeah, really forced to reckon with the different uh, mindsets and behaviors and patterns that I was living that weren't really aligned with the true version of me and also the life that I really desired deep down. I was feeling really depleted and frustrated and lackluster and just really disconnected and and in burnout. And I just really did not realize it. And life, um, from my experience, it, it sends you like little pebbles and eventually bigger rocks and things to deter you and to wake you up and to help you alter your path and, you know, change the way that you're moving so that it's in more in alignment with really who you are and what you want. And if you don't pay attention to those pebbles and those bigger rocks, they will continue to fucking grow. And eventually it will be a massive boulder that will stop you in your tracks. And I'm not sharing this to like freak you out or or anything like that. But in my experience, that's really what happens is sometimes if our patterns are so deep and like we're just keep cycling through the same things and holding ourselves back, we really sometimes really need something to shake us up and wake us up. And for me, what I learned is that's what that concussion did. It really opened my eyes to like what really wasn't in alignment with who I was and what I wanted deep down. And, um, I really, once that concussion happened, I went from like feeling like I was falling through 
a black hole without anyone to catch me to now like the life I live today and how I show up today is very, very different and really unrecognizable to that past version of myself. And that's what I want to offer to you is like connecting to who you really are and showing up for your joy, for your pleasure, for your abundance, and just living this life that you know that's really deeply aligned for you and available to you. Even if there's things that stand in your way with like uh, barriers that you create or fear that shows up that you have the ability to move through those things to step up and claim your desires and your dreams and really feel worthy of receiving and experiencing them in this lifetime. So that's just why this work is so important to me because um, that concussion really led me down this path of actively connecting to my body, to my pleasure, to my sensuality and sexuality and how pleasure really is the opposite of burnout and how pleasure is the path to self-realization. That is just why I'm here for myself and what I have to offer you. And I hope that you get as much out of this um, as I did. Uh, that's my really my hope. And I want you to know that also this is a conversation. This is like not a one-way street. So anything that I offer here, I would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your questions, just insights, whatever came up for you as a result of, you know, being here and sharing this space with me. So yeah. Um, now I just really want to dive into like square one of what is limitless joy? What does that even mean? And uh, I'll start with just saying that each and every one of us, we have a very unique upper limit that is programmed into our mind, into our body, into our nervous system, into our being. And that upper limit is for each of us, the amount of good things that we can hold in short, the energy and the capacity that we have to hold and receive all the good things, all the joy, all the pleasure, all the abundance, all the orgasm in our life. And there's a set point where it feels comfortable for each and every one of us. And it's going to be different for all of us, but there's a certain edge that it feels comfortable for us to be in all of those good things. And it feels safe and we feel good. And as we start to approach that edge, we start to approach the upper limit of what our current capacity is to hold pleasure or orgasm or, you know, money, any of the good things that we are trying to call into our life. Once we start to approach the edge of how much we feel like we're capable of and we start to move into overwhelm where things start to feel too good, that's when our primal brain, the oldest part of our brain that is wired to keep us safe, goes into kind of a defense mechanism and starts to create and start self-sabotaging patterns or ways to shut down the good things coming in because it starts to feel like it's too much. And we each have our own program beliefs around why more than that is, is dangerous to our our primal brain, like maybe we feel like if we have too much, people will be jealous of us. And if they're jealous of us, they're going to uh, ignore us and isolate us. And then we'll be alone. And then our primal brain, you know, associates rejection with we're going to die. So it's, even though if it's not true to us, if we can think about it from our logical mind, that's what our somatic reality, what our body, what our nervous system believes to be true. So once it starts to get to a certain point where it feels unsafe, 
we will self-sabotage and shut down the good things. And maybe sometimes it comes from, oh, if things get too good, then the other shoe is going to drop and then things are going to go to shit and then I'm going to feel super disappointed. I'm going to be super shameful. I'll feel like just all of the bad things and I don't think I'll be able to handle that. So I'm going to preemptively stop now so I feel less disappointment. I feel less pain from that loss. And as we're hearing this, maybe for some of us that feels like, oh, well, that's not true. I want all the good things. I don't care what people think. But you know, your nervous system is a really old thing. Your primal brain, that part of your brain is a really old thing. And its main focus is to keep you alive and surviving. And if your body and brain is focused on surviving, thriving of all things is like the last thing on the list that feels important right now. But once we're able to like fully integrate the parts of us that feel unsafe or feel 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 fearful of too much of the good thing, that's when we can actually soften, relax, and receive more in our life. And that's when we become masters of, you know, receiving all the good things and being able to continually expand into that, into that joy, into that pleasure, into that bliss. And that's when we can really connect to how limitless we are and the potential that we have in this life of connecting to and receiving our biggest desires and our biggest dreams. Um, and right now, your reality, how everything is in your life right now is exactly what your subconscious mind wants. Our reality is a mirror of our subconscious mind and its desires because these are the things that it feels comfortable with. These are the things that make it feel safe. And these are the things that it thinks it needs. And if we're not able to tap into that deeper layer of ourselves and un understanding our subconscious mind and the stories and the patterns that are there, that's when sometimes we hit a block or we hit barriers and walls against our deeper desires and dreams. And we feel frustrated because we're like, I really want this thing, but it's not working out. And why isn't it working? It's because our subconscious mind has some kind of belief about that, of it not being safe for us. So it will keep that thing away from us until it learns and integrates and knows otherwise. Um, because, you know, our body has such a deep intelligence there. And in our society today, we've we've been taught, you know, that the mind is the most powerful thing and we really use the mind sometimes as a way to override the intelligence of our body and of our energy. And we become more disconnected in our society today. But the more we're able to understand what the wisdom of our body and our energy holds, that's when we can really unlock our deeper potential and receive our deeper dreams, desires, and these experiences that we really would like to call in. So on the other hand of being able to experience so much joy, so much bliss and pleasure and all of the good things, our capacity to experience those things, what we'll say like our higher vibrating emotions, we also have to have the capacity to experience what's on the other side of that scale of the more denser and darker emotions. And notice I'm not labeling these as positive or negative because that's just not true. There is no greater than or lesser than. Like we need the full spectrum of all the feelings to really live a really rich and real and vibrant life. So we're really, you know, honoring what is, what all the flavors and emotions that show up for us. But our depth and capacity to feel our deepest fears, our deepest shame, our deepest guilt and grief and all of that, that also is the same capacity that we have to feel all the higher vibration things of feeling the deeper joys, feeling the deeper pleasures and abundance and ecstatic experiences. So 
that's an, another important thing to keep in mind because we really want to be able to honor what is and interact with what reality is and not our fantasy of what we're trying to control life to be. Like when I say limitless joy, I don't mean that 24 seven all fucking day long, you're always going to feel joyful. That's just not real because we're, there's so many factors that are at play, but to be able to or to know and remember that joy is an active process and practice. And you can always, again, show up for your joy, even after experiencing the deepest, darkest grief and shame and fear. That's what's really important. And that's what really makes this experience of joy limitless because we can always come back. We can always show up again and that we don't really have a limit for how much joy we can experience. We have to show up for it and we have to really honor the full spectrum of what life has to offer us. And we have so much freedom in that once we realize, um, you know, that life is going to be all the things with the, the ability that we have to be able to sit with those things and honor all the flavors. It's really what helps us get back to those higher vibrating emotions faster. So if you try to avoid your fear, you try to avoid your shame, you try to avoid your guilt, it doesn't mag magically disappear it will stay in your physical body and create specific patterns in your body or collapse or tightness in your body it will also affect your energetic body as well. And when we increase our ability to feel all of those things, sometimes those denser emotions that we want to avoid, we also increase our capacity to move energy through our body because all emotions are just energy. And so when we move that energy through our body, we create space and we're able to tap in again, to all those higher vibration emotions, because we're able to move through the denser emotions faster and we're not trying to avoid them. And that's again, how we inc increase our capacity to feel more joy in our daily, daily life. Um, so yeah, there's that. And also just remembering that we cannot avoid suffering, but we can actively connect to our joy. And sometimes when we feel the least available for pleasure and for, for joy and for abundance and all of the good things is actually when it's most available to us. We really, in that moment is when we actively choose to show up for ourselves. And it's really easy to spiral down into like victim mode of all the things happening to you and not being able to take accountability and responsibility for that. But as soon as we realize like, okay, my life experience and how I interact with the world is in my hands. And when I show up for all of the denser emotions, I actually am able to move through them and then actively show up and again, choose joy. So that's another thing that I want to uh, help you keep in mind. And if you're wondering how you can tune into what your current capacity for all the good things are, what your current upper limit is, a really tangible way to tap into that is through a self-pleasure practice and through orgasm. And what I mean by that is when you're in an experience with orgasm, so if you're in a self-pleasure practice or in a sexual experience with another person or people, there's a moment when your body is starting to feel a lot of pleasure and it's starting to build and build and build and feeling like it's reaching kind of peak. And there's a moment where it starts to feel like, wow, this is a lot. This is so much. Like, how can I feel this much pleasure in my body? How can I hold this much of the good thing in my body? 
there's a moment there where we can either choose to feel overwhelmed and contract and try to release that energy because it's like, okay, this is too much. If I, if I feel like I have a, even a little bit more, I feel like I'm going to explode. Or in that moment, we can choose to pause. We can choose to soften. We can choose to take a deeper breath and welcome in just 1% more of that and allow our body and our capacity to expand a little bit more by softening and welcoming in a little bit more pleasure. And in that moment, it's like tuning into your capacity to receive, continuing into your worthiness to receive them and teaching your body, teaching your brain, teaching your nervous system with that pausing, that softening, that deeper breath is like, we're not going to die if we receive even, even more pleasure, if we receive a little bit more of this energy right now, that we are safe, we are held, and we are taken care of. And as you start to program your body, your brain, and your nervous system to be able to receive more, that's how you continually start to meet your edge of your upper limit and then soften and relax into receiving even more. So I invite you to tune into that as a practice of when you're reaching what you feel your peak is of pleasure, of orgasm in that moment, how can you soften and really hold and breathe with yourself and welcome and buy in just 1% more? And that's all we need to do is just like create 1% more space, 1% more softness, 1% more receptivity. We're not going to be shocking ourselves into too much good because that is also possible. An example of that is like, you know, when you hear uh, people win the lottery and they've wanting, they're wanting it so badly, they buy the ticket, they win. And then all of a sudden they have more money than they could have even imagined in their whole life. And their nervous system goes into shock because they're like overwhelmed by what's happening because now they're not sure how to navigate this. They haven't taught their body or their nervous system to receive this much. And their, their self might go into protect, uh, self-protection mode and defense mechanisms going up because like, oh, I have so much money now. People might be jealous of me. People might come after me or whatever stories are programmed for them. And then they're going to self-sabotage. And then as soon as they got that money, just as quickly, they'll start to uh, get rid of that money and sometimes go into debt or bankruptcy because they really shocked themselves into too much of a good thing. And that is also possible. So it's like, we're not trying to push ourselves past our limit, but we're trying to play with our edge and really consciously, really actively, slowly expand with safety and care for our nervous system, for our brain, for our body, and for our being. So before I close, I just want to leave you with uh, the fact that, again, joy is an active practice. And I invite you to notice in what way you can actively show up and choose joy more on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And that can be something as simple as playing a song and dancing for five minutes. It really doesn't have to be these huge, sweeping, time-consuming things that is not true. And sometimes that's a way our brain like talks us out of doing these things and committing to these things. But if you can choose a small and accessible and manageable piece, you can start to slowly build obviously over time and expand the ways that you're showing up for your joy, but also just starting small and choosing something that you can easily and actively show up for. So I invite you to choose that through dance or through something else that feels really joyful for you. And as always, of course, self-pleasure is a 
beautiful, beautiful way to connect to this as well and really actively feel like in your body, where is your edge in how much you feel like you can receive of all the good things. And in that moment, can you be really conscious and, and practice presence and having a deeper breath and relaxing and softening into just 1% more receptivity? So I'm going to leave this here for today. I hope that you had some kind of insight or just reminder, inspiration show up for you and also just a tangible way that you want to commit to showing up and choosing your joy today. So again, this is the conversation. So please let me know if you have any questions, any thoughts, comments, feedback about anything I sh shared here today. And I really am so excited to dive deeper into this journey uh, with you even more. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sending you big love and speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please feel free to reach out with any thoughts or comments that you may have. And I would love it if you would share this with someone that you think would resonate and benefit from this work. To learn more about me and my work, please visit shannonhonda.com. And I'm sending you big love on your journey and inviting you to actively create and choose joy.